Welcome, welcome, welcome back to That Damn Carter Girls Podcast. Hello, my loves. I truly apologize for not um, giving you all a message or a heads up that I was not going to post or um, have a message or a podcast for you last week. I was under the weather and it came from out of nowhere and it hit me like a ton of bricks. So I really needed to rest and um, just honestly, I really slept all day Sunday. I probably woke up for like an hour here and an hour there. But for the most part, I was asleep and my body needed that. And then I did force myself to move through it and go to work on Monday. But I was hurting still. And so I just knew I needed some more time to um, recover. So I listened to my body. And um, I am so sorry that I did not come on and let you know or send a message or a post. So please forgive me. Um, I hope that you all are well and that you are enjoying this day. And remember to set the tone for your day. Don't let anyone set the tone for your day, okay? Don't give them that much power. And this podcast is titled The Silent Killer. So um, back in the day when I was in my teens, um, I want to say I probably was 17, 18 probably, because I was at this time I had a boyfriend and he was so handsome. Everyone um, had a crush on him. I'm going to refrain from saying his name. But, um, yes, I was in relationship with him for a while. While I was in high school, and he was older than me at least by five years. And, um, he, you know, he was out doing his thing. I did not know he was out cheating on me, right? So he's out cheating on me, and um, we would still be intimate once again. I didn't know all of this. So he's having sex with me. We're not using protection. I don't even know why we wasn't because, well, no, I know why. Because he didn't like it. You know, he did not like it. So my little gullible self at the time was like, okay, like whatever you want. And, you know, was enjoying him and he was enjoying me. And I didn't know that he was enjoying other people out in the streets. And so, um... Yeah, I end up catching something from him, um, STI from him, or at the time they're they're called STDs. Um, now they're referred to as STIs, and it was chlamydia, and I didn't know. I didn't know I had it. I um end up going to the doctor because my cycles was really irregular, and I didn't have one for um months. And I thought I was pregnant. I was like, what? So I, I, of course, I feed on a stick. That wasn't the case. And so I end up hanging out with some friends one day. We, oh, we were, I think we were out in Ohio. And I just all of a sudden started bleeding and hurting so bad. And I didn't even know why. So they ended up taking me to the hospital. And um, it was like, you know, are you, could you be, be having a miscarriage? Could this be happening? That be happening? All of this stuff. And I was like, no, there is absolutely no way. I took, you know, of course, I peed on a stick. 
Yeah. So there they there's nothing that they can do. There's nothing that they um that they could come up with. It was like it's what well, this must just be your cycle. And I was like, Well, I haven't had a cycle in months, like five, six months. So and that's another reason, of course, why they thought that I was with child. And um I was like, Well no. So they did like they took blood tests and they did, you know, tests to see if for sexually transmitted diseases. And so they sent me on my little merry way, just telling me to rest and, you know, just make sure that I have, don't use tampons, just use pads, let everything flow, and and then you should be fine. Okay. I want to say <laughs> at least, at least a hot two weeks. Maybe I can push it to three, but at least a nice hot two to three weeks. You know, it, it it flowed like normal, like three, four, five days, and that's it. But so I didn't get any. I got something in the mail. And at this time, I was still staying with my mom. <laughs> and uh, she, you know, I opened up the um, the thing. She she sent it, she gave it to me like I got something in the mail, but it was from the hospital. So she was like, wait a minute. She opened it up and it was a prescription <laughs> for um, pills to take because it said I had chlamydia. I was like, what? And it's these big horse, I don't even remember the name of the pills, but these big horse pills that I had to take all at once. And I was like, what? where did I get this from? I'm with, you know, him. Like, I know we ain't doing, when he ain't stepping out. Come to find out, he was stepping out on me. He was stepping out on me with multiple people, but with this one young lady, I end up, we end up being cool later on. <laughs> but it was crazy because, because I'm like, you, you, you did this to me. Like, you knew you were out sticking your spoon in everybody else's pot, but yet and still you want to come and lay with me and, and, and give me something. And this is, this, this taking your choice away from people. That's what I don't like. I don't rock like that. I don't understand it. So needless to say. I took all of those doggone pills. I was sick as a dog. As a dog, I was so nauseous. That's a lot of medication to take at one time. But, baby, it cleared everything up, thank goodness. So I thought, right? So I um, fast forward to I'm 34 or 35, right? So this happened to me when I was 17 18 okay this was the last time I was with a man okay so um fast forward to age 35 I you know I talk about wanting a baby and all of this and so I go get tested they do all of these things to make sure that I'm good no STDs no SDIs like all of these stuff okay clear bill of health to do whatever it is that I need to do to have my daughter I had, um, I did an IUI, like I told you guys, that they, IUI is when they guide the sperm. They leave the eggs inside of you. They make your eggs mature. They guide the sperm down into you, and so it can go straight to your ovaries, okay? Follow me. So that procedure happened, and I'm supposed to wait seven days to take a pregnancy test to see if I'm pregnant. Did that. My pregnancy test came back negative. 
but something like the next day or the day after something just didn't feel I'm like nah my body something don't feel right so I took another one and before I can remove the stick from my my um urine stream it was blue and I was excited and so of course I called my co-parent and told my co-parent they came home excited you know it was actually it's crazy because around the Super Bowl <laughs> that it happened and so but like a week or two into my pregnancy I started having these pains I ended up having an atopic pregnancy it was in my right fallopian tube and it ended up rupturing and so I was bleeding internally so I ended up having to go and have emergency surgery to have it um, removed and I'm saying that to say this my my embryo didn't slide down because I had scar tissue in there that scar tissue came from that untreated chlamydia for the time frame. Now, it wasn't. Now, mind you, I don't know how long I had it. I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't. I just know that from the time I went to the doctor or the hospital to the time that I received a prescription in the mail two or three weeks later, I mean, it's, it's been sitting there, you know, so it's been untreated. So therefore, honestly, I really think I probably had it a while because how can it do when I sit back and think about it and with my fallopian tube having the scar tissue and the damage that's inside of it, it had to be there. And it was just being untreated for so long. And so my body probably did a thing, which me starting to bleed. And I'm not saying that's what happened, but that is what brought awareness to it. So therefore, I was able to get treated for this because it could have just been there and it just could have been. I mean, doing whatever it needed to do to, to make me probably be sterile. Who knows? But I'm saying that because we don't know what happens with these STIs and STDs. And when you when you are in a relationship, it is your responsibility to make sure that your partner, your person or whomever it is, your soulmate, your husband, your wife, whatever, knows if you stepped out, if you have intentions on stepping out, if if you're doing anything to let them know and give them the choice, let them know because it's not fair for you to take someone else's choice away from you. So here I am. I could have been pregnant, had my one baby and, and my first child and been done, but I had to go through this excruciating pain and, and loss of a child because of something that someone else did and didn't tell me. It's a domino effect. See, things that we have that that happen in our 20s or teens and our 20s, I mean, it can linger and it can affect your 30s, 40s or the rest of your life. So please be mindful when we out here moving in these streets and be with somebody that's going to be honest and transparent and forthcoming with you. Because there's nothing like you running across something and some and you run across and stumble across it and they didn't have the nerve to tell you the truth. How do you feel about that? Don't you feel betrayed? Like you could have told me and gave me the option. That doesn't necessarily mean that I may leave you. I might. Then I might not. Because guess what? You you respected me enough and valued me enough to tell me the truth. Now let me see how we need to work with this. These are my boundaries. This is what I, this is what I will accept. This is what I won't accept. See, this is the conversations that we need to have. But back then, I'm not, I'm not wise enough then. I'm young. I didn't know this. I just know that I cared about this person. 
I love this person. Their family loved me. And what well, I thought it was love, you know? So we have to really, really, really be mindful about the things that we do. And don't be afraid to tell your story because it can save somebody. It can help somebody because if someone ever would have told me the things that I share on my podcast, then I would it would have saved me a whole lot of headache and mental anguish. We don't need to experience that now once people are armed with the information and they choose to go a different route. They can't say that they didn't have the knowledge, but at least let's not be selfish about our knowledge and our life experiences because it can help someone. Okay. Now I, <laughs> I know that this is probably something and some people are probably going to be like, Ooh, shy. Mm, I can't believe she's saying that and she's telling her business. And I am, I am. So if it helps one person, I did my job and guess what? This, my situation doesn't own me because it's not like I, I'm carrying chlamydia around with me right now. It's not that. But it did cause a situation in my life. And it, then it caused me to have an experience that I had to mourn a loss of a child because of an STD or STI that wasn't treated. And, and then it did get treated, but then it had this scar tissue in my body. Like, you don't know that. You don't know all of the things that that happens internally. So we have to make sure when we pick partners that's going to honor and respect us and value us. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand things happen, but be honest with me and tell me that things happen and don't take my choice away from me. That is the biggest thing. Tell me the truth and then I know how to move. You deserve that. Everyone does. Okay. Well, that's all I have for you, loves. You can message me. You can tell me your your truth I'm good with that it's in a vault I promise I won't say anything um what you tell me you can tell me anonymous it doesn't matter but I am here I am a resource and if if I need to point you in the right direction to to seek free um treatment I'll do that as well okay you are I send you peace ease and an abundance of light your way and today is what it is Wednesday and we're going to win this day okay you all be well I send you an abundance of love later